This is the South Bend Beat Podcast, presented by Alpha Dog Agency. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, let you ride around my city, I can show you around my city. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, I can show you around my city, it's my city. This week on South Bend Beat, we have on Chris Hagstrom-Jones, who's the Director of Media and Promotions for the South Bend Cubs. Uh, Once again, we preview the upcoming season, um, promotions they have going on, new additions to food. Uh, We get an update on the Ivy at Berlin Place, and we run through some of the KFC radio, answer the internet questions, and had a good time. So enjoy this episode. And Chris is back, recurring guest, same as last year. We're looking forward to another South Bend Cubs season. Oh, man, it's exciting. Thanks for having me on, by the way. I love doing these, and I love listening to the community members you have awesome. um, in, you know, on these programs and just get a chance to learn a lot about the community that we live in um, through this podcast. So I just appreciate you having me on. Oh, appreciate that. Uh, I always love having you on. Um, today, uh, you guys will hear this in about a week or so, but today is kind of the first turning of the weather. It's mm-hmm. a lot nicer out. Um and the ballpark kind of had to sit through a rough winter this year. Uh, I assume you've been over there today. How's it holding up? I feel like I've been there ever since like January two <laughs> every day. But it's you know it's holding up great. I mean it's a thirty year old, thirty three year old ballpark. But when they designed it, they designed it you know with the climate in mind and you know the brick and mortar and, and everything. It holds up great. It's just you know a lot of the cosmetic stuff. You know the the paint and. Um, the the concourse the the leaves and salt and all that stuff we're actually working on it right now just trying to get it scrubbed up clean bright and um, you know one of the things that our fans talk about love coming to the ballpark is how clean it is mm-hmm. and we take a lot of care in that and obviously in the winter time you get a lot of build up on it and so now we're in the process of scrubbing off all that filth and grime um, getting the bathrooms ready. We have, we have the cleanest bathrooms in minor league baseball. I dare anybody else to say otherwise. Um, but, you know, we scrub our floors every day. It's just keeping that ballpark immaculate for years and years to come, not just for the, the upkeep, but for the fan experience. Now, is it so is it very intentional throughout the winter to say, you know, at this stage we need to make sure we stay on top of this? Or do you kind of just let the winter do what the winter is going to do and then crank it up once the weather starts turning? So there's a lot of stuff we can do inside the stadium that doesn't involve anything in the weather, whether it's the um, the locker rooms or ceiling tiles in the lower level or the up, upstairs, uh, replacing tiles upstairs, um, any water lines or anything like that. I mean, so we purposely have a list of these are the things we're going to take care of in the wintertime because we don't need to worry about what happens with Mother Nature. And then, of course, we have our outdoor list, which seems to grow every year <laughs> as you know right. more and more yeah. happens around the ballpark right. and more additions there. Um, and so right, right now we're in the middle of our um, outdoor list because the weather – it was nice, then it's cold, then it's nice, and it's cold. It could be nice when you're listening to this podcast. It might be cold the next person listens to yep. it. So um, it, it all really depends, and we have a very flexible uh, operations team. I mean, Peter Argetta and his staff are phenomenal at what they do. I mean, he's been there you know, longer than most people that have worked at the stadium. He knows the ins and outs. Uh, you can always hear him coming, too, because if you hear a set of keys jingling, it's like 52 <laughs> keys he has on his ring. You know that he's on his way, so – um, but he does a fantastic job of you know maintaining that stadium and helping uh, keep it together. And of course, with the parks department, because Four Winds Field is part of the South Bend Venue Parks and Arts uh, program, and so um, the folks from the city come and help us out, and, and we get all the water lines um, cleaned out and make sure we're ready to go for opening day. 
Now, when do they start really cranking up um, as far as the grounds go and the grounds crew and getting the field ready? Is that something that is continuous or is that something that maybe they're going to start looking at here pretty soon? You know, they can't really just dictate, we're going to start this March 1 because right. everything they do is weather dependent. Um, if it's warm, if it's cold. Uh, so they can do all their ordering ahead of time and, and have all the chemicals and sod and uh, quick dry. And they can get all that stuff ordered and ready to go. But really, everything is dictated on you know, the temperature, you know, is it uh, above 40 degrees? Can they, can they um, put in their sod or can they put down their uh, growth uh, fertilizer and the different types of treatments they have for the field? Um, so really everything is dependent. Now I know that they're working on the field. They've been working on the field for at least the last week um, and they're going to continue to keep working on it. And of course it's a, it's a season long thing. You know, grass is going to grow. You got to cut it down. Um, you got to keep an eye out for, any invasive types of grass. I mean, there's different types of grass um, that, you know, you want like the Kentucky bluegrass and you don't want the, the kind of the local grass that's, that grows around here and, and, you know, seeds can fly everywhere. And especially in the springtime, that warm weather um, hits and the, the winds blow from the south to the north and you're getting all these seedlings that we really can't see but pollinating. And so we're trying to keep that stuff. And look, listen to me. I sound like I actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm just—I pick stuff up from our grounds crew, and I hear these these things that they talk about. And I—it's um, just so cool to know how much technology and science goes in to a to a grounds crew's um, project management. So th speaking of things coming together, um, let's talk Ivy at Berlin Place a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, it's starting to look pretty cool for those of you that drive by it all the time. It's starting to really come together and look pretty slick. Uh, just give us a progress report and uh, what we can be expecting. Yeah, I mean, obviously a lot of the brickwork has been done. Um, they're in the process of going through and working on some of the other finishing exteriors. You know, they're working on the plaza area now. Uh, so that's that connection to South Bend. So when you're at the corner of Lafayette and Western, yep. you've got that pathway right back down into the gates. So we're really looking forward to having that. Uh, operational and back up again um, you know folks are looking to move in very soon you know we're looking in April all these different types of projects you know there's going to be a few delays here and there mm -hmm. um, we could do one of two things we can rush it to make sure that we hit our deadline or we can make sure that everything is up to our high standards um, Andrew Berlin when he had the concept for this he wanted this to be a beautiful high-end uh, apartment complex that you know really anybody can afford um, and he wanted to be done he wanted it to be done right so we're not cutting corners. We're not rushing things. We want to make sure that all the fixtures are right. We've got the right types of countertops, the plumbing, electrical, all that stuff. And so with all the projects that are happening around here, you know, sometimes it's tough to get um, available workers just because there's so many projects and developments happening around the area. So we're really happy that um, we're nearing completion. We're getting ready to move some folks in uh, this April. And, um, you know, the rooftop itself, I mean, that that's part of our project and the uh, the Ivy at Berlin Place is its own entity, and we get to use the space on the top, that rooftop area. And so we're looking forward to getting folks up there again. Um, you know, the United Federal Credit Union rooftop is a great place to watch a game. It's like you're at Wrigleyville. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sitting up there. I Honestly, if I had the opportunity to get away from where I sit on game days, I'd love to go up there and just sit and watch because you got the great sunset on your right. You've got baseball in front of you. There's going to be TV monitors. You've got the, the different types of feed, whether it's the radio play-by-play -play or the stadium PA, plus, you know, the, the bar that's up there and the food. So um, I can't wait for opening day just to see people up on top of that rooftop. Now, a couple questions I think our listeners will have. One, as far as the apartments, is that full or is it something that they're still? We are still taking leases okay. for that because, um, you know, right now we're looking to open the buildings and stages. So buildings one and two will open um, in for moving in April. Uh, and then, of course, we have buildings three and four, which we're looking for to uh, target around uh, May or June. 
Um, so there are still availabilities there. Okay. And for the rooftop, how would they go about, you know, if that, they say that sounds like a fun time, mm -hmm. um, is it where they, do they need to bring a group? Um, if they do need to bring a group, what kind of availability do you expect to have on that throughout the season? Well, the, our, all our group space fills up pretty fast. So anybody that's interested in group space, we always try to encourage, hey, come on out, uh, you know, check it out, talk to an account executive, they'll get you Pick set up. Pick up the phone now, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Call, call now. <laughs> um, you know, these, a lot of people ask us, oh, can we order online? Well, given how quickly they sell out, um, no, we can't do any online orders. Uh, we do have people come in person or call and set up contracts that way. Uh, we are purposely saving some dates, though, so you can buy a cool. single game ticket. We did that a couple times last year, and we're cool. doing that again this year. So instead of having to get a giant group, just um, you know, select days that we're getting ready to uh, announce. You'll be able to buy a ticket just for the rooftop. You get an all-you-can-eat buffet, a cash bar, and, of course, the beautiful view. So a little bit later in the podcast, we're going to kind of do what we did last year and go through the schedule and different promotions. I think people like to hear those. Uh, before we get to that, Let's talk about a couple things more specifically. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, an item that always interests me, let's talk food. <laughs> is, is a lot of the food expected back? Is there going to be anything different? Uh, what do we got on that front? Food is still my number one passion there, although given by my looks right now. You're I a rail been... now, so it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's great. The, the, here's my diet. Forgetting to eat and then running around the concourse. Yeah. So that's a great so diet. That, if that you works want to, out, yeah. <laughs> works pretty well for me. Um, but no, we, we've got, of course, everyone's favorite hot dog is back. You know, baseball's best hot dog, the Fenway Frank. It's an all-beef hot dog. Um, that's back, of course. Uh, everyone loves Steakadelphia, the Philly Steak Nachos. Yeah. Those are, of course, back. Um, we did make a change, though, in Burgertopia. A lot of people love Burgertopia. Mm -hmm. um, we made a change and put it on the concourse as opposed to right next to Gate A where it used to be. It's now a... It had like a little corner. Yeah, it yeah, was a little right, corner. Yeah. So now it's actually a grill cart. And so you can see your burgers okay. being grilled right in front of you. Uh, it's going to be on the first base side now. And the reason why we moved that is because we have a brand new item that's starting, and that is called Sweet Spot. And it is a new dessert corner. Now you're now you're <laughs> speaking my language. <laughs> we we had a lot of people ask us. You know, a few years ago there was um, uh, sweets, which was on the first base side. We get just desserts, and we kind of did a little rebranding. And people are asking, why can't we have you know that same place back a, a kind of dessert corner? Well, we decided again. We do everything by survey. We ask our fans, what do you like? What don't you like? Everything we do is fan based, and so people said they wanted to have a sweets corner. Where we can, uh, you know, have ice cream or fried uh, funnel cakes or whatever that might be, and so we brought uh, Sweet Spot uh, to the forefront, and now we have hand dipped ice cream because that was something else people like. They love the soft serve, but people would rather have hand dipped ice cream. So we have hand dipped ice cream, novelties, um, a uh, elephant ear. So yeah, we'll have fryers in there, yeah. so now you can do like an elephant ear sundae out of there. And, oh, um, we're yeah. we're test driving something new too. Um, not sure if it's going to make the menu this year or not, but we're looking at potentially some kind of a churro. Um, not quite sure the, the logistics of it and if that'll be feasible, but we're something we're trying out. Uh, we're taste testing. Uh, of course, those are always the toughest jobs in the world are the taste tests. Uh, so do you do the taste test? I do, and, and, but I have to make sure I remind myself to limit how much I have yeah. because we, we, did, we did taste test this. Um, it was like a cinnamon sugar donut. Absolutely amazing, delicious. You put a little... Um, Vanilla bean ice cream or French yeah. vanilla ice cream on that, unbelievable tasting. So we're test driving some of those things, and there's a lot of stuff we're going to test drive throughout the year to see if it works. You know, last year we had the homestand menu items where it's only it's a certain kind of food item that you can only get during that homestand. Um, that was all, that was very popular. You know, when we had Harry Potter Day, uh, we had butter beer that sold out very fast. So we're going to make sure um, not to jump ahead, but we're going to make sure we have enough butter beer for our next Harry Potter Day. 
Um, people loved the holiday burger. I loved it. A lot of people did. Some people thought it looked gross, but the holiday burger was a turkey burger. It was a turkey patty with mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce on top of a burger. Now, when you think about it, eh, some people might say yes or no. I loved it. It may sometimes look. I mean, that's basically your plate at Thanksgiving. Exactly. And we serve that on our Christmas and July day. So we kind of try to tie that in. So some of our food items will have specific tie-ins as well. But um, you were also looking at, and I I just found this out 15 minutes ago before we we started, uh, we are now going to be doing a fresh squeezed lemonade, lemonade stand. Again, that was something that came out of our surveys. We were trying to find logistics. Um, it won't be operational in April because I think we still think it's a little cold. Um, but we are going to have a fresh squeezed lemonade stand at the ballpark this year. So it'll be its own stand. It won't be like yep. It's not going to be combined. It. It'll okay. just be its own stand on the concourse. So, um, you know, some of the other food items people always love. The um, we had the people talking about the poutine. And the uh, yeah. we love that stuff. So we're gonna For keep... my Canadian brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, cheese curds back. You know, we're looking at some other options. You know, different types of corn dogs. And so it's gonna be an evolving menu as it is every year. What works? What does it? What are people liking? And what can we bring in um, that people do like? So as far as experiences um, elsewhere around the field uh, for the group outings and stuff, expect things to be pretty similar. Um, you know, kind of an area for the kids, area for adults. Mm-hmm. Uh, the team store, everything will kind of be the same? Yeah, this is an interesting year, for at least an offseason for us, because every year we've had some kind of major ballpark construction. You know, take the Ivy of Berlin, at Berlin Place out. This is the first year that we haven't had, you know, building a Tiki Hut or, or adding to the home run porch or building a performance center. We haven't had that major project, and so everything is back this year. We've got the fun zone out in left field, uh, which, of course, uh, one of our promotions we'll talk about. We've got a really cool promotion involving the fun zone. Uh, we've got the playground in right field that's free. We have the landing, which we're actually, I guess, so one thing that is going to be new that I, I didn't think about is the landing is there, but we're going to be adding some cool outdoor features to it. Outdoor furniture, outdoor games, cool. whether it's Giant Jenga. Um, uh, what's that uh, that game? It's like the rope gate, rope ladder, I think it's called. Where you rope get the, ladder. Where you throw a rope. And it, we, were, we were looking at all these different types of outdoor contests that you could try. And Do you know what that game is, Tina? Rope ladder? No. <laughs> rope. You throw the rope? Yeah, so it's like you have to throw the rope onto this tiered ladder. And I'm I'm guarantee any college student that's listening to this right now knows exactly what we're talking oh, about. Oh, I know what you're oh I know what yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's it's you think they sell it like student. Dick Sports and exactly. stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course we'll have bags, uh, all that cool stuff. So it's gonna be an outdoor space um, that people can come enjoy. Uh, right next to the Corona Beer Cave, uh, or I'm sorry, the Corona Beach House, the proper terminology. Um, where you can go walk into a cooler, grab your own beer. It's a lot of craft beers that we have there. So you can walk into a cooler on a hot summer day, grab an ice-cold beer, walk out. Uh, obviously, of course, pay for it. but um, Like that? That's the one. What like Ladder called? Golf? Ladder Golf. Ladder that Golf? What they call it? That's what this site calls it. I see it called uh, Ladder Toss. So, but at least I had Ladder in Ladder there. something. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So you're going to have that out there. Yes. So we're going to have a lot cool. of different cool items. So, again, that's going to be another just a fun social space. Uh, you're starting to see that with a lot of more ballparks. They're taking group areas and kind of cutting them in half, but they're turning them into social spaces so people can just go out there and relax in some comfortable outdoor uh, couches, um, you know, just to talk to their friends, take selfies, whatever, you know, you want to do out there. It's really a nice area out at um, by Gate D. So looking forward to getting that stuff installed. And, um, you know, of course, Ben's Pretzels is back. It's a yeah. staple of the ballpark. 
uh, the Tiki Hut, Don and Bev, they're out there, you know, slinging drinks. So make sure you check them out. Round Barn, um, the round bar behind Home Plate that has some of the frozen drinks, Sangria, which is my personal favorite yep. of, of all the drinks that we have at the stadium. The Round Barn Sangria is my personal favorite. Um, of course, I never in, imbibed during the game, <laughs> but before they shut that stand down at the end of the night, yeah. I rush over there, I get my cup. So it's uh, on top of my post-game whiskey. So. <laughs> and the uh, batting cages and everything out Absolutely, uh, still the, be ready to roll? Oh, yeah, the batting cages. We just put a fresh coat of paint out there, so they're ready to go. And, of course, they're they're full right now because this is the, you know, the youth season. you got mm-hmm. all the, the Little League teams that are out there, uh, Mark Haley, uh, the head instructor out there, he's of course been a South Bend staple since uh, the late '80s, early '90s, and uh, he's you know managing the teams out there, um, kind of running low on, on space right now because so many teams are booked up. Uh, but obviously on game days we have our cages open for fans to go in, hitting the cages. Um, there's never a shortage of stuff to do out of the ballpark, which is a good th- which is a good th- problem to have. Right, not really a problem. Let's talk about uh, some of these promotions. So, sure. so you brought in. Um, some of the uh, little calendars again, to where you can come into Alpha Dog, pick them up. Pretty much most downtown businesses are probably going to have them. Yep, we're in the a process of, of getting them schedules. all out. Yep, I know. I just dropped some off to uh, our great partner Pegs. You know, yep. so she's got them. So when you're getting your uh, your breakfast, coffee, and, and pancakes, go check her Grab out. Grab a and... pocket schedule. Absolutely. Let's go through these. Some of these have already caught my eye. I did notice that uh, jumping ahead to August, doing a U Darvish bobblehead. We sure are. People are very. We've that already had people be... excited about that. You know, if you look on social media, we released the image too. So, how many are going to be given away? You're gonna to have to be one of the first one thousand fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. So th- those that night, that's a Wednesday night in August. Wednesday, um, August twenty first. You'll want to get there early because we've actually had people when we did um, the Jason Hayward bobblehead. Mm-hmm. We had people that were there maybe around like three. Or four, or maybe like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, just waiting in line. So you're gonna want to get to the ballpark early. I wouldn't say you don't have to get there at three, but you know maybe around four o'clock. Gates open up at six that day. You might want to get there a little earlier. And there's actually this one guy. Um, we really can't do anything about it because it's just a sign. But he has a sign that he will buy those bobbleheads. Like he's in the ballpark. He's kind of has a sign. Um, just like walks around with a yeah, sign. Yeah, and he'll buy the bobbleheads. All you guys can really do is what, just like shoot a dirty look and be like, yeah, like it, we can't really. It's do, not great. It's but. frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people will usually will do that. Like hey, they'll, they'll walk up to you. Like you think of a scalper. Like hey, you know, need yeah, tickets. Yeah, need. Yeah. They don't actively have a sign that says I'm a scalper. Buy yeah. tickets for yeah. me. But this guy has a sign that says I will buy your bobblehead, and he might as well put it at the bottom of it. I will sell on the internet for more exactly, money. So, yeah. I mean, it's do just, people sell them to him? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it myself. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen, you know, those weird back alley transactions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> it's, then it's on eBay that night. It, it, right. So, But you know what? The, these are going to be really cool. They're online yeah. right now if you want to look at the image. These are a cherished keepsake. I personally, if I could get one, which I can't get, by the way, um, I have to either special order one because we only have a limited number. So we have to make sure that we have all 1,000 of those at the gates. Um, so if I want one, i got to get a special one from the, the company that we buy them from. Um, but... I want to make sure I get one of these. Yeah. Run us through a few of your favorites here. We have uh, from April all the way through September. Yeah. So um, Harry Potter was a pretty fun day. People enjoyed that. We're bringing that day back on April 28th. Uh, one that just uh, is uh, just above that that I'm, I'm test driving this year is Polish Heritage Night. Now, a few days before that is Dingus Day. And for those that obviously don't yeah. know, in South Bend, Dingus Day is a huge celebration of Polish heritage. And so we're going to have a special food treat that night. Um, we'll have you know some uh, polka music playing around the ballpark, so it's not not like a 
um, a huge superhero or Star Wars or anything like that. Not that kind of theme night, but it's more of a we'll celebrate Polish heritage. We'll have um, a little fun food basket. You know, we're looking at doing a uh, kielbasa or Polish sausage um, with maybe some Polish noodles or pierogi. Yeah. Um, we're still kind of figuring that all out right now. So, um, but we're going to have some fun Polish food available that day. So I'm looking forward to that one. Uh, see so kind of going through here, some of the other favorites, you know, David Bodie, everybody remembers David Bodie and the bat flip, the yeah. grand slam. You know, he did that airplane yeah. around the bases. Well, that's our bobblehead. That's cool. airplane. That's cool. David Bodie. A thousand of those too. Oh yeah. A thousand okay. of those. So that, that's going to be one of those you're going to want to be there. Um, you know, plenty early for, uh, can I, it's still going through here, of course, we're all about you know inclusiveness. We have Pride Night is returning to South to uh, the Cubs this year. Um, we're doing WNIT PBS Kids Day. Last year we did Mr. Rogers Day and we brought in Daniel Tiger, and I was overwhelmed at the response that Daniel Tiger got. Just Daniel Tiger alone, I knew the theme day was going to be good just because of celebrating the 50th anniversary of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, but parting with PBS, bringing in just the character, you know. Kids were lining up on the concourse, and they were sad when you had to take breaks. It was a very hot day. So we tried to make sure we reached all the fans, but sometimes you also got to worry about the performer right. that's there as well. So um, we're bringing, we're doing two days of those. So we're doing Daniel Tiger once again, and we've got uh, Nature Cat. So uh, those are two very popular PBS characters. They are both are going to be here in June. Um, Margaritaville night is always a favorite of mine because uh, my buddy, the Grooveheads, they're going to be out there performing some great, you know, island music, not just Jimmy Buffett, but that is one of their popular. Something new we're doing that I'm really excited for is Dino Day on July 14th. Um, it says featuring Dakota and Friends. So Dakota and Friends are dinosaurs. We are going to have actual dinosaurs roaming the concourse. Actual dinosaurs? Actual dinosaurs. <laughs> they have these little, I don't want to give all the way all the surprises, but actual well, dinosaurs. We're going to have real life dinosaurs. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> hey, I'll say it right now. We're going to have dinosaurs. Yeah. I didn't say real life. I yeah. said we're going to have dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs are roaming the concourse. <laughs> so, um, you know, and we're looking, working on doing a, uh, a dino dig for kids as well that day. Um, you know, something else that was very successful, uh, of course, the Latino community in South Bend is huge, um, and we're very excited to bring back Latino Heritage Night on July 31st. Coming in August, everyone's favorite Star Wars Day is back. That's on August 10th. Uh, you already kind of mentioned the U Darvish bobblehead, and I'm really excited to announce this. Um, so when we printed these pocket schedules, we were working with um, a company and trying to get the official day, you know, uh, in writing, there was a lot of legalities we had to jump through, but we were excited to know that um, Marvel Superhero Day is official at Forman's Field. Not just Superhero nice. Day, we are working directly with Marvel to do Marvel Superhero Day, and we have a Captain America bobblehead with the South Bend Cubs logo. So, how I'm, many of those? A thousand of those okay, as well. A thousand. And now, and that <laughs> being a two-hour gate day, gates open up at noon that day. So. You'll want to make sure you get to the ballpark a little earlier to get that Captain America bobblehead. But, um, of course, with Endgame, Captain Mar uh, Captain Marvel as well, um, These uh, this day, Marvel Superhero Day, is going to be probably the best superhero day we've ever done. So that might be the one I'm looking forward to the most. And I see a few dog days on here. Yes, so you're going to see a few of them because we've got a brand-new promotion. It's not just one or two, thro two throughout one or two throughout the year. Um, it is now an officially a Monday promotion. So Love it. every Monday, give, with the exception of two of them, on uh, May 27th and August 12th, but every Monday is Dog Day Monday. You can bring your dog to the ballpark, and we've got special food discounts with $2 hot dogs, $2 peanuts, and $2 popcorn. And I talked about the fun zone. 
on Mondays for those select five games, all fun zone wristbands are free. Wow. So, so the, Mon- Monday's going to be the day to come out to the ballpark. Now, has a dog ever got on the field? Mm, close call? Not yet. No close call <laughs> Not No, we haven't. And everyone's, all the owners are great. I mean, that's what I love about doing these theme days is you. some people say, oh, you worry about dogs running all over the place and, and Who doing their business. Dogs, well, Ever. you know, some people, they, they think that dogs are, are not uh, – they're not dog people. Let's put it that way. <laughs> They're I could have said a pe- lot of they're cat people. Those cat people. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I love cat people. We have to do a cat day at the ballpark someday, but not this year. Or, um, or next year. Or next. Well, yeah. we'll see. Um, but dog day, I mean, all the owners are, are um, they have such well-behaved dogs. We've never had an issue. We're really looking forward to, to doing that. We had a lot of people ask us to do more dog days, and so we thought, well, why don't we just combine it into our Monday promotion? And um, as usual, a lot of fireworks on here. Of course, 19 fireworks days. Of course, we have our fantastic Friday fireworks night. So every Friday, we've got fireworks in addition to some of our specialty ones. Opening night, of course, we'll have fireworks. We've got a special Tuesday and Wednesday, which is July 2nd and 3rd fireworks. Um, Memorial Day, the night before Memorial Day on the 26th, we'll have some fireworks. And, of course, some random um, days. We'll give June uh, June 11th, rather, which is a Tuesday, and August 12th. So a lot of firework days, you know, kind of sprinkled throughout the year. We know people love fireworks, and it's a chance for us to kind of showcase our ballpark and um, that beautiful backdrop with kind of fireworks going all over the place. And um, there's this one photo that we have with Stu and Swoop looking up at the fireworks, got their silhouettes. I mean, it's I think it's such a cool photo, and um, we, we want to make sure we bring back uh, those firework nights. Now, what I've been real excited to talk about, you'll notice a nice big strip in the middle of June here, mm-hmm. All-Star Week. Yes, I can't wait. What's the deal with All-Star? Because a lot of people – with minor league baseball, it's a little different, mm-hmm. um, and it's a really big deal. And for your park to get it, it's a really big deal. Um, kind of fill everyone in on what goes into All-Star Week uh, mm-hmm. from a hosting standpoint, which I'm sure you're knee-deep in right now already. Oh, we've been knee-deep in it since July last year. Yeah. I mean, we have been you know, trying to plan the logos, and there's a lot of the, the uh, social materials, the printed materials, all that stuff you have to kind of plan well for in advance. And we were excited to have – um, a great logo design that kind of incorporates the Chicago Cubs as well as our logo. But the one thing about the All-Star game people may not realize, or some people that have been around here for a long time will realize, South Bend hasn't hosted this in 30 years. It's been 30 years since the last All-Star game was here. This, the second year of the South Bend White Sox, which was in 1989, was the last time there was wow. an All-Star game here. Some of that came down to um, the previous ownerships, passing on the all-star game not wanting to do the all-star game or not being able to bid it out um but we want to showcase this stadium we want to showcase this city this region um there's so much to do here and and i was just talking to somebody the other day actually about when i moved here in 2014 i did not expect this to be a long-term situation for me i expected to be with the south bend baseball team for a couple of years and then move on to something else um i didn't think that i was going to call south bend home and I have a house here now. I've got a family. Um, this is an area that I have grown to love because of all there is to do. I grew up in Chicago, and to me, this is a mini Chicago almost. Yeah, it's a suburb of distant suburb, but it is a suburb nonetheless. Yeah. Um, you've got all the great you know lake activities up uh, in Michigan and in Michigan City. You've got the wineries. You have kayaking through the middle of downtown South Bend. You've got the arts. Um, there's just so much to do. 
granted, most of the, in the summer, I don't have the time to do it. But <laughs> in the wintertime, I mean, there's there's always something to do. And so I've, I'm just happy to call South Bend home, and I want to showcase that. Uh, and with what we have planned, uh, we're going to be showcasing a lot of Michiana. So what will be different, if anything, on uh, locals that want to go watch the All-Star game? Uh, that kind of Is it going to be same as getting tickets to any other game? Yeah, so, I mean, you can get your tickets right now at southbendcubs.com. Uh, you can also call 574-235-9988 or visit the box office between 10 and 5 weekdays. Um, the Obviously, ticket prices will be a little higher for the All-Star game itself. Um, but that game is on Tuesday, June 18th. The day before, we're yeah, having Fan I Fest. I bet yeah. you're going to get to that one next. Yeah, yeah. We've got Fan Fest. I'm really excited for this because um, we're bringing in uh, six former Chicago Cubs, including Andre Dawson and Fergie Jenkins. So those guys are going to be our Hall of Famers. They'll be signing autographs for free. Now, in the past, we've done autograph sessions. You know, it's a VIP section, and then they'll sign for maybe an hour or less than that uh, on the concourse. Free autograph session with the Midwest League East and West All-Stars. Of course, you've got the six uh, Chicago Cubs. You have the World Series trophy is going to be here. Uh, so if you haven't had your picture taken with that, that's going to be a popular attraction. Clark the Cub is going to be here. And then, of course, for the baseball enthusiasts, we have the Home Run Derby. So we're pretty excited about bringing that in. And So is uh, that a separate ticket for them? Uh, the the fan 17th fest, and the 18th? Yeah, 17th is yeah. a Fan Fest ticket. The 18th is an All-Star Game ticket. So, those so are make two sure you're tickets. getting tickets for both if you'd like to go to both. Absolutely. Yep. But the one thing that I do love about the Fan Fest ticket is the charity aspect. Uh, they're $10 tickets, very affordable, but we're giving back $2 of every ticket sold to one of five different charities. Beacon Children's Hospital, mm -hmm. the Logan Center, Pet Refuge, the South Bend Education Foundation, and United Way. And it's very simple to do that. You just go, even on your phone, I can do it right now. You go to our website, you click on FanFest, and then there's a little drop-down box, and it has those five charities listed. So, oh, and you can actually select which one. Exactly. So Got you can it. select which one it goes to. Cool. So it's almost a competition. So for the folks at the Pet Refuge, you know, they're going to be like, hey, you know, guys, when you're coming to the FanFest, make sure you select us. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing for United Way, for Beacon. Uh, so it's great that we have that opportunity to be able to give back um, for FanFest. Now, what are a couple – Pro tips for say you're say you're coming with a family to the game, mm -hmm. minor league game, um, and say you were doing it from an outs, outside perspective, you were bringing your family to a game. What are a couple pro tips for people? Either it can be anything from what time to get there to parking to how to maximize your experience once you're there. Do you have a couple tips? Yeah. So one thing that I see a lot of families are doing now, uh, I mean I shouldn't say a lot. There's a, a good chunk of families that are doing this. Um, they get early to the ballpark. And they go down to section 103, which is where our players will kind of start slowly coming out and warming up, uh, whether it's the bullpen, which is right there, or going up down the performance center, and the way for autographs. Now, we have autograph sessions with our players on Friday and Saturday nights before the game. We have two players on the concourse signing autographs. And then, of course, on Sunday, after every game, uh, our players will sign autographs. But uh, some folks, you know, they can't make those games. And so they'll come to like section 103 and they'll kind of hang out there. And as players are going by, they have no problem signing autographs. They love doing that kind of stuff. So get to the ballpark early so you can sign those autographs. Um, for those that love the Philly steak nachos, um, but obviously it's a popular item. So the lines are a little longer, get to the ballpark early to get your, your Philly steak nachos in. Um, plus it gives you so much in that bowl. You find it hard. Like if you get it in the second <laughs> inning, you still have stuff in the eighth inning. So yeah. I get that earlier so you can eat up, and then um, you can kind of get a dessert with that as well. So that's kind of my pro food tip is get to the ballpark early. You know, you get some hot, fresh 
you know, Philly meat, or if you wanted to go get the uh, corn dog, um, you know, everything we keep fresh, but uh, the lines are a little, you know, shorter in pregame. So I, you know, tell everybody, can I come check that out? Um, another pro tip that I always find everybody um, asks me is, you know, how, how do we get into, whether it's the fun zone or, or the, the play area, it's always come in the ballpark early. You, know, you get to the ballpark early, um, you can kind of do everything, and then by the third inning, you get a chance to sit in your seats, watch a little bit of the game, or the kids are, or they want to run back to the fun zone. You kind of maximize your time that way. And to remind everybody, gates typically open how how far before first pitch? Monday through Thursday, our gates open one hour before first pitch. So okay. typically, there's seven oh five starts. Uh, they'll open up at six o'clock, and then on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they open two hours. So for a Friday night, our games are seven thirty five. So it's a five thirty gates. For a Saturday game, most of the time it's a seven oh five, and I'll get to the reason why that little asterisk in a second. Um, and then gates open at 5, and then on Sundays it's a 2.05 game most of the time with a 12 p.m. gates. Now, something new we're trying this year, um, you know, April can be, weather can be hit or miss. Yes. It might be warm, it might be cold. So we're experimenting with 4.05 start times for our Saturdays in April. Um, the reason being, again, if it's warmer, obviously, when the sun is out, so we want to utilize that daylight a little bit more often, and it's a Saturday, so people can get to the ballpark a little earlier and we can get games started a little earlier. Um, so you're capitalizing on that warmth. So our two Saturday games in April, which would be April 13th and April 27th, you want to get to the ballpark uh, as early as possible. Gates open at 2 o'clock with a 4.05 start. And we'll be, of course, have press releases and social announcements to remind everybody of that. But it always it never ceases to amaze me. You're going to get that one or two people that are going to show up at uh, 7 o'clock waiting for a first pitch. Like, the game's over. Yeah. I thought it was a 7 o'clock yeah. start. Well, not quite. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into some lightning round questions here, let's let's talk about the big league team mm-hmm. for a, for a few minutes. Um, do you think they will win the central? Absolutely, I do. I don't. I, I know what everyone's talking so. about, and they're you know the Cubs are you know listed fifth in some. Some polls. of those are just outrageous. I don't. <laughs> well, you know what? I think the Cubs have always been better underdogs than they have yeah. been as the king of the mountain. Yep, and so. You know, hey, say we're fifth. The Great. chip means... should be back on the shoulder this year. Exactly. The chip's back on the shoulder. The Put the target on Milwaukee's back or St. Louis, fine, whatever. You know, if you've seen how they've played in spring training this year, I mean, guys are hitting like crazy. You know, you Darvish looks like, you know, a whole different – Revenge completely... tour this year Exactly. For you. Yeah. Totally different person uh, from the person he was last year. Chris uh, Bryant, too. Exactly. Chris... I mean, he was very hurt last year. Well, I mean – when this is your life, when baseball is your life, and people are are saying that you're you're terrible or, or you know you don't you know you're not the same person you were, I mean, that's going to affect a guy mm-hmm. mentally. And like you know what, you can either take one of two approaches, you can deal, you can just like find whatever and just keep going along your merry way, or you can do something about it. And Chris Bryant did something about it. He went into the off season, he trained, he built up. Um, you know, he was playing hurt, and he tried to push through it, and now he's you know 100. percent He's rebuilt. He's ready to go, and I'm saying Chris Bryant MVP. Yeah, yeah, and he's right. I think the uh, Vegas odds on Chris Bryant were at seven to one. I think that's a great bet. Oh, I'd put money on that. If I was a betting man, I would. Yeah, if I was, I would too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What about? uh, I think we'll say Chatwood. What's your thoughts on Chatwood? Do you you think the control will be there this year at least a little better? I'd like to think so. He's been uh, on or off so far, but I've heard rumors of some kind of secret um, 
pitching camp that's going on at spring training, and it's so secretive that they put up tarps so people can't see what's going on. Really? And so I'm wondering if there's something that they're doing with mechanics or, or it's, you know, maybe there's just so much video out there right now that guys can be predictable and you can know what guys are going to throw. Maybe they're taking a different approach to them. I don't know. But I'd like to think that he'll, you know, his velocity will hopefully be up a little bit. His, his control and command will be there. Um, I see him as a long reliever. I don't see him as a starter. Yeah. And, again, assuming everybody stays healthy. Because he, he can miss bats, but right. consistently, I, I don't know. I think he'd be a great long reliever in a, in a per, more permanent role. Um, you know, Strope, just recently we heard that he might be might not be available for opening day. Um, you got to look out for these guys' long-term health, and, yeah. and you need these guys fresh down the stretch. So I'm okay with that. So another person I think needs to have a solid rebound year, kind of tailed off last year, would be Contreras. And – I mean, he he always talks a big game, which is part of what I love about Contreras. But mm-hmm. if he has a big season, he can be that big bat again in the middle of the lineup. Then you're really cooking. Oh yeah, I mean, he, his bat has to to heat up. Um, defensively, I'm not worried. You know, oh, he, yeah. he's, he's fantastic defensively, he's and um, you know, people, namely Yadier Molina, will <laughs> say, you know, I'm I'm the best uh, in the league, and, and this and that, and, and you know, that's great. Um, I like Wilson Contreras' chippiness. Um, if Everyone's, we trade Contreras for Molina, I would be devastated. I'll oh say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't, even, don't even think about yeah, I that. I would be devastated. I, and, and number one, they would never they would never make that trade because Mol- Molina is yeah. going to be a, a yeah. St. Louis guy the rest of his career, which, you know, might be this Fine. year. Fine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, they can, they can have him, yeah. Yeah, but, um, no, you're right. Wilson Contreras' bat needs to be there. You add the defensive side with him. Um, you look at the lineup, this is a dangerous team. Yeah, and, and still a lot of big bats in there. So what – so you kind of have four guys in the outfield that need to play like semi every day. Mm-hmm. Um, when you throw in Almora, you know, with Hap, Schwarber, Hayward, um, which which again, to, to before you get to your question, which again to me makes sense of why the Cubs didn't get Harper. Yeah, I'm, I'm unless fine you with could it. move Hayward somehow right. and get someone to eat some money, you really couldn't go after Harper. Right, you had yeah. enough outfielders and just wait. You know, now here's the thing though: is Hayward is in what year five, year four, five, I think. All right, so and he was was a five fourth of seven full year, fourth full year, yeah. So there's another guy that's going to be you know looking for Buku bucks next year. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Mike Trout. He's been looking for huge money, and after what we just saw with Harper, I mean, I would love to have Mike Trout, Trout on on the yeah. Cubs. Yeah, I mean, so would I. <laughs> but the thing is, though, look at what he's done with a subpar team, and now well, imagine what he could do with a contender. He's had very little protection in the lineup most most of his MLB career. Right. Yeah. And he's still able to produce those numbers. So those four Cubs guys, who do you think, say if all were healthy and all played out well, which of those four do you think would end up with the least amount of at-bats? Who do you think is usually going to be the odd man out? I, I want to – Hayward and, and Schwarber are in. So then that comes down to Happ and Almora. As a South Bend Cubs guy, and he came from South – he was a South Bend Cub – I lean towards Hap because of that connection. He's a, and he's a great guy. I think too. he has he a is, higher ceiling too. I think you're right as well. I think from an offensive and defensive standpoint, yeah. he has a higher ceiling. Um, also, I'm a little biased because of all of his work in the community. I mean, mm-hmm. all that Hap has done for you know the different charities here in South Bend when he you know do appearances when he is in Chicago, he's raising money for um, you know underprivileged youth and this painting that he has going right now that all the proceeds are donated to charity. Um, 
there's so much the HAP does those intangibles. When you're talking about you know being a cub or that's cub, that's what cub is. Right. It's giving back to the community. And I, I definitely, from that side of it, would pick HAP all the way. And so I think the guy that's going to get the least amount of reps, if you're looking at it from that standpoint, is going to be out more. Right. So you want to get into uh, some kind of off-the-wall questions here? Yeah, let's go. Would you rather know how or when you're going to die? I would want to know when because that gives me the date of, all right, what do I got to have everything in order by? How do I got to live my life to the okay. fullest? I, this is my end date. This is my expiration date. Would you be able to function between now and then? Yeah. Yeah. I think so because, again, if, if I know, like, hey, I'm done after this date, when you think about it in terms of, um, like, let's say you take a new job somewhere, like this is my last day, you have one of two mentalities. It's either, okay, I'm going to slack off to the end of that last date or I'm going to make the most out of every opportunity. And that's what I would take it as. I'd take the most out of every opportunity. That's a very good point. I think I would take how just because I'm a hypochondriac. <laughs> and then I could know all the late night Google sessions that tells me it's cancer. It wouldn't be cancer right. because I'd already know. Right. Let's go with uh, what's the best type of cheese? I, there's this beer cheese that I've had recently that I absolutely love. It's a cave beer cheese. So it's a little smokier, a little oakier. Um, Costco. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, you. I would love to get some, like, I'm sure places like Jaworski's, like, there's other local places that have it, but just, I went there, I saw it one time, I'm like, huh, I want, and actually a friend of mine had it first, I tasted, like, where'd you get this? It's like, and they, they had no idea where they got it from, which kind of was odd to me, but whatever. How do you <laughs> They didn't it? want you to know. What did I put in my body <laughs> that you didn't know where you got this cheese from? And so I, I found it, and... It's it's amazing. So I, you know, obviously it's great with you know more uh, lagers and IPAs. But if you're into that, you know, kind of craft beer thing. Um, and we asked this last time, but maybe there's an update. Been stuck on an elevator? I have been. With with Clark the Cub. <laughs> at least it's a good story. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> it was. We were. It was at a Cubs convention, and so not here. No, at like the big Cubs convention. No, okay. at the big Cubs convention in Chicago, the, and it wasn't very long. It just kind of hung there for a little bit, but um, Clark was there, and he fine. Not very long. Uh, it was like ten minutes. It's pretty long. <laughs> I guess to me, it didn't, it didn't how, seem like. How that are long. the elevators uh, at the park here? Oh, they're great. I mean, the one that we have, um, you know, it's. We I will say this though: six people to an elevator, please. Okay, don't, so don't, that's a good don't cram don't cram in twelve people. So, six people to an so elevator. So it's uh, so our friend Blake who runs Mimos Pizza. Mm -hmm. um, couple of his girls will be leaving Mimos to go back to the South Bend Cubs here mm -hmm. when the season starts up. And one of them that's going over, it'll be her first year there, and she doesn't like elevators. And she's <laughs> in food services, so she asked the other girl, she's like, am I going to have to ride elevators? She's like, yes. <laughs> so she's a little nervous, so she'll be glad to hear that they're good elevators. Yes, they're, they're good elevators, don't worry. And speaking of Mimos, by the way, we had them friend of mine asked me to like hey we're gonna grab some pizza because we have game nights we'll mm -hmm. do like some of co-workers we do board games or mario party or anything like that just to relax before the season like hey where do you want me to get pizza from and i knew where he was driving from i said hey can you go over to mimos and grab a couple pizzas and i mean we got i don't know what was it 20 slices or maybe it was 18 it was unbelievable Those pizzas so are big they're Those huge yeah. they're delicious and so thank you mimos because i had pizza for days good <laughs> that's usually how it goes when you order mimos you have right. pizza for a while would you um would you rather be put 500 years into the future or the past future future and for sure absolutely and and i'm a star trek guy 
So okay. that that's where all of this kind but of. But there's no worries. Like you even see like prison movies like Shawshank. You end up with the Brooks was here because he couldn't he couldn't adapt. Mm-hmm. You think you'd be able to adapt pretty quickly? Five hundred years in. I like future? to think I, I like to think I could. I don't be overconfident, but I mean. Again, I think Star Trek has prepared me for this moment. <laughs> I mean, I'm prepared for warp travel, teleportation, you know, um, food replicators. You know, give give me a warp coil. I'll, I'll work in engineering, man. I'm ready. The future is now. That's a good answer. Let's do um, – <laughs> would you rather have me hand you a million dollars right now or all of the knowledge you currently have and you go back to 18? Wow. Yeah. That's a deep question right yeah. there. All the knowledge that I have right now, and you and could I go, go back, back to 18. So, I mean, you could start, you know, Uber or whatever. If you, you know, could start I, Uber. You know, I'd probably have to say take the knowledge. Yeah. And, I mean, because there's so much something. you could do with that. I mean, if you were the inventor of Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. Well, yeah. and, and <laughs> what's funny because I was original when I was in college, the Facebook.com just started. So, like the Harvard edition, you're the saying? Harvard like edition that OG. was college only. Yeah. Um, you had to have a college email address right. yeah. to sign up for that. So, I mean, if I had to go back to 18, I don't think I could invent Facebook, but I might be able to do Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, Uber, so, Airbnb, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But just knowing like career paths and um, all of that kind of stuff, I, I would definitely take the knowledge because there's so much you can do with that, not just from a monetary standpoint, but mm-hmm. quality of life and. Um, you know, maybe, I don't know, but I, I kind of like my current life path to be honest. So maybe a million dollars wouldn't kill anybody. A million dollars would be great too. That is a really tough question. I, I guess that's why, I mean, you're the thinker, man. Yeah. yeah, That's why. So let's do, um, you're really gonna make me think in this. (laughs) No, this next one's going to be a layup. We'll end with, uh, either one or two go to eating spots. Actually, before we get to this one, Tina, do you have any? You can top the dinosaurs, but do you have any other news you want to break here? <laughs> you know, there. Yeah, there that's is, one I like. Yeah. There is a story <laughs> that I wish I could break, but I can't. You can't hint toward it. I, I can't. I, you can I go really ahead. want to. We'll edit this. We won't really edit it, but we'll edit yeah, it. No, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll just, just go and take this part out of the yeah. podcast. <sighs> I wish I could. Okay. I, it, there's some really cool stuff we're working on for the All Star Game. So when should people be ready to hear some news? Then? In the next couple of weeks. Be ready. Um, It'll be released on social media? Yeah, social media, our website, press conference. There's just some really cool stuff that we're working on for the All-Star game. I wish I could share. I can't. So when I tell you the mics are off later, people just keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) And click. So uh, It's been great knowing you guys. So uh, I'll be guests going back to Chicago now. (laughs) So let's get to that last one. couple go-to eating spots, uh, either recently or all-time here in the area. If you want to have a nice dinner, where are you headed? Oh gosh, there's so many I love around here. Can, yep. I, can I mention? As you can go as want? many as you want. Okay, my favorite, um, like before we go to see a show at the Morris, Wuchi. Yeah, I love yeah. going to Wuchi. I love Are you the a sushi, sushi guy. You're a sushi guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a, they're King Kong rolls. I know it's not real sushi because deep fried, but oh, I love their King Kong rolls. Those are amazing. Um, I love going to LaSalle. Uh, they've got uh, the second level. The you know for really fine dining, I like that as well. But I like the second level um, that it's uh, LaSalle Kitchen. So you can get some, you know, pop in some appetizers, have a few beers. Uh, just actually met uh, a friend for lunch at Cambodian Thai. Yeah. Uh, love going there. What's your go-to order there? Uh, chicken cashew. Okay. Yeah. Level four. Level four? Level four. 
are you getting close to the level five jump? Or are you pretty comfortable? No, I'm I'm very happy at level four. I'm I'm right I've heard there. Of some people got like thirty. Like you, you might as well just eat the curry. Yeah, just, just eat the eat the powder. It's straight. I don't know how you can do that. Um, breakfast, obviously, I love going to Pegs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually had their chocolate chip pancakes the other day on National Pancake Day. Um, Always a favorite. There was a one that I just went to recently, Ali's Cafe. Okay, yeah. I just found not too out far from here, that. right? No, not right. very far yeah. at all. Just up on Mishawaka Avenue. Mm-hmm. Great biscuits and gravy. Um, I could talk food all day, man. I mean, it's very easy. There's so many great hideaways. And I know there's places that I'm missing that I love to go to. Um, but, again, I think I'm partial to downtown just because. Are you a good I, cook? Uh, I used to be. My husband is so much better at it than I am. So he, he just recently. But he made, does most of the cooking then? Oh, yeah. He does most okay. of the, I, I have no time to cook. And yeah. so he'll do the cooking. He just recently made. Um, uh, we had my niece and nephew in town this week. And they love chicken nuggets and so mm-hmm. we made homemade chicken nuggets with a different like a secret battery he made that was amazing um he makes a good uh roasted chicken not fried chicken but roasted chicken um pole sausage with peppers and onions it's all i mean these things that sound simple but if they're not seasoned right it right. go one way or the other so unlike most people at the stadium i feel really bad for them because they may or may not have someone to make these awesome meals yeah. but and I, i've got to give them this obligatory shout out without my husband to help you know feed me and take care of me, and I'm at the office from six six or seven a.m. until you know midnight. Some days he's been my rock, able to to do all the stuff with the house and the dogs, and um, I, I'm thankful for him every single day. So when you get home when it's late like that, is there food there? Oh yeah, there's food. There's whether if it's you know if it's really late and it's just in Tupperware in the fridge, or if it's been a rough day and he's got a glass of whiskey for me. I mean it's. I couldn't ask for any any better partner in life. So if you are forced to cook, mm-hmm. say you're the one cooking for you two, what's your go-to? I used to um, make a lot of bag meals yeah. from the freezer. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Have um, a meal. Those uh, those skillet meals, yeah. those easy to make ones. Yeah. But I'm a breakfast guy. Like I'm really good at you know whether it's uh, I make these really huge fluffy pancakes um, with this little not a secret recipe, but I mean it's just baking soda, sugar. Uh, Bisquick, a little bit of vanilla extract. Not secret anymore. No, it's not secret. <laughs> it's on the box too. So okay. I always tell them, you know, turn the microphones off really fast. Yeah. I tell everybody it's my secret recipe. Yeah. It really came from the box. Yeah. Uh, eggs, you know, some eggs Benedict, uh, which actually Zach makes a really good uh, amount too. Um, there's actually this breakfast casserole. It's high in calories, so I don't make it very often. But when you need to feed a lot of people, it's essentially hash browns, sausage, bacon. Eggs, uh, cheese, onions, green pepper. It's all in this all casserole dish. And it yeah. and you can serve it either with a base layer of biscuits or serve the biscuits on the side. Love it. Do you eat breakfast every day? I try to. Yeah. I, I, 90% of the time I do, even if I get up early, I force myself to either make an egg and some turkey bacon and have an English muffin or if it's just an English muffin or a waffle. You don't have enough energy throughout the day yeah. if you don't have that breakfast. Um, now, I do rely on my coffee heavily from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. So there's always uh, – we just got a new coffee pot, so I make sure to, to keep that fully brewed as well. Coffee black or what do you put in it? Um, it depends on the, the coffee type. I mean, if it's a flavored coffee, I'll go uh, like French vanilla, an Irish cream, an amaretto. Uh, or if it's just uh, black coffee, I'll usually do like two cream, two sugar. Now – Let's get some plugs in before we let you go. Let's do um, just people listening, like the baseline information, if they want to get tickets where they can get them online or walk up to the gate on most days, 
fill, fill them in. Sure. So as always, we encourage everybody to get their tickets ahead of time just because we have a lot of people that want to sit in the seating bowl or may not be able to sit in the lawn. Um, lawn seating is typical on our weekend games. So you want to get a ticket, go to southbendcubs.com, click on buy tickets. You'll get any ticket you want for any game. If we are down to lawn, it'll say it on there. A lot of people ask us, oh, can I just buy lawn? Lawn seats are not available until we are nearing the sellout stage. Good to so, know. Um, make sure uh, if you do want um, to get a physical seat, buy it ahead of time. Go to the box office at Fort Winsfield. They're open from 10 to 5 weekdays. And then, of course, you can always call 574-235-9988. And, uh, again, that's Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Uh, so check those out. Our team store is open Wednesday through Saturday, uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Wednesday to Friday, and then 10 to 2 on Saturdays. And, of course, on game days, everything is open. Uh, the box office on game days opens up at 10 a.m. Uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, our face, our social media pages, always the best place to go to, go to for information. Facebook.com slash South Bend Cubs on Twitter or Instagram at SB Cubs. Yep. Uh, and then of course you can always check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash uh, South Bend Cubbies. That's youtube.com slash South Bend Cubbies. We've got a lot of cool features on there right now with some behind the scenes uh, with the Cubby Corner. We got interviews with current Chicago Cubs players, former South Bend Cubs players. So a lot of cool stuff on there as well. Um, and just get ready for the season. I mean, we're we're ready. We're uh, just days away from opening day, so make sure you get those tickets now. And one question I for, did forget to ask, is there going to be gear in the team store, all-star all specific? Yes. So we already have gear available Love right it. now Love on it. our website. Um, there's actually a specific all-star store. So I know, believe it or not, there's some people listening to this podcast that aren't Cubs fans. Oh, would you believe that? They're White Sox <laughs> fans or other Cardinals fans. Or, so there's some people we know that don't necessarily like to have the Cubs version of our all-star stuff. We've got some generic Midwest League all-star merchandise available as well. Uh, not necessarily in the red or the blue, but maybe some grays or some whites. Uh, Mary Lou does a fantastic job out there. And, of course, the Performance Center as well is always open. Uh, make sure you check out. Their hours vary just depending upon what uh, groups are out there and scheduled and what camps they have. So, um, you can always go to firstsourcebankperformancecenter.com for those details. Awesome. Thanks for coming on today, Chris. We're looking forward to another good season. Uh, me too. Looking forward to it. Thank you as always. And go Cubs. Let's do it. Welcome to my city. Bring you to my city.